Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. (laughs) What? (laughs) He barked. Fucking dogs and kids, man. What the hell? Well, this had nothing to do with dogs and kids. This was low battery. I don't think we can blame that. Low battery? What are you talking about? What did you just hear? The dog barked. Oh, I heard low battery in my... Oh. Oh, you're in trouble then. Yeah, it was a very sexy voice. Female voice that said... Low battery. Oh, wasn't that low. (laughs) I'm not going to try to replicate it. Maybe. Do you want to get your other earbuds? uh, Yeah, let's do that. Because if you have low battery... Yeah, but although I liked her voice, and I wouldn't mind hearing it again. No. Her voice? Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's going to turn it off. I mean, you can wait for it if you want. Why don't you go get your earbuds, though, <laughs> so that you can... No, I'll plug them in, and you can just have them and switch and swap out. Okay. Or not. I don't, okay. know, I don't right. know how low, bat- how low the battery is. I guess we'll find out shortly. Okay. Uh, I guess so. All right. Well, off I go again. Okay. We'll wait. Good. We'll wait for you. <laughs> well, I am the talent, so... You know. Oh! 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 <laughs> In your head, in your dreams. And in my head. (laughs) We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing we talk about and we laugh about we laugh a lot (laughs) yeah yeah, we do we laugh about the mistakes that we've made the crazy things that we've experienced and the exciting things that have happened to us but we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate some rougher than others so we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The the Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Gosh, we're on what episode... 19, 19 or 20, depending upon how we yeah. enumerate them. Yeah. We have to renumber them. Yeah. Yes, because of our bonus episode that was weird. So we're going to change that. But yeah. yeah. It's yeah. showing up in, in Apple Podcasts at, like at the very end, and so yeah. nobody's going to ever find it. Yeah, because it was listed as a bonus. So and it's worth d- finding. It is. Yeah, so we're going <laughs> to change the number. Yeah, so um, so you don't. Don't panic. You didn't miss an episode unless you haven't heard the bonus episode yet. So, all right. What do we, well, we normally, when we start off, we always kind of talk about where we are, what mm-hmm. this is. So, we're in the middle of July and 2021. 2021. And um, we have had a couple busy weeks. 
Yeah, we totally have. Yeah, it's been really busy. And then there's going to be a little bit of a downtime before all hell breaks loose. Yes. So right now, um, not to mention just family and crazy ass stuff that's going on. That's not even part of it. That's just life. But life is life. And that's what happens. So we were so fortunate to spend our two weekends at Caliente. And we did that under the vacation package getaway thing mm-hmm. that they offer there. We've been meaning to do that for about two years. As a matter of fact, you'll hear us even talking about it in our clips tonight about how we can't wait to go and spend a weekend at Caliente. Right. We literally just did this. So that was 2018. And here we are, 2021. And we finally got to do that. So we spent our two weekends there. They give you a, a bonus discounted price if you sit through their, it's not a timeshare, but if you sit through their presentation. Presentation their vacation their va- club vacation presentation, yes. And quite honestly, there's a lot of really great things coming down the road for Cali, and mm-hmm. we're really, really excited and so happy that we live so close by. Right. And that if we weren't planning so much other travel and other things on our list, that I think we would have... Yeah, you can make it make sense. Yeah. It didn't make sense for us because we have so many other things that, that we're doing. Yeah. And so many other things that are on our plate. And we would not... We wouldn't be able to be there as much as we would want to be. Right. And I think that was kind of the key yeah. for us is like, well, we'd have to come a couple times a month to make it make sense, which... In, at least for us. Right. In the normal times, that would be not a problem at all. But because we're traveling... We're hoping to travel a lot more this fall and then next year. We hope to be traveling a lot, and so it just didn't really, right? You know, make sense for us right now because we're we're still going to go. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're. Oh not yeah, gonna... we're going to go a la carte all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. it's not going to go. It's not like we wouldn't go. So um, and to be it, clear, this this we we're talking about this past weekend, not right. the last time that we we released an episode. We had just been also, which was last month, and so. Right. We split our our package between two weekends, which is like an extra hundred bucks to do that, which makes sense for us because we live here. Like right. If you're traveling from out of state, you really can't do that. Although I think they give you three months to... That's true. They yeah, do. Yeah. In between trips. So if you lived not terribly far away and you or you come to this area often, but it, it was really, it's a good bargain. And if you feel like you're going to come and you visit this area often, it's actually not a bad investment but Mm -hmm. it's an investment but they are really doing so much and we talk all about that actually we recorded so the four of us went you me and phoenix fire and crimson dragonfly and we all went and so for our second weekend they do the the presentation after you've stayed the whole time but they split us up into our you know the two couples and it was really funny because we compared like the actual married couples yeah yeah We're like, whoa, wait, what? Right. We're like, wait, no, we we travel as a foursome, people. <laughs> um, but it was really, really interesting. It actually, it turned out really cool because our guy told us information and their guy told them information that we compared notes about all the stuff that's going on. And then we recorded our after party episode, literally sitting on the balcony, overlooking yeah. the conversation pool in the hot tub. Um, at Caliente. So that's the after party episode number five that we just recorded and released last week. Um, so, and if you're not familiar with the after party, what that is, is a, if you would like to support our podcast, which we would love it if you would, we created levels of thank yous for patrons that would like to, or patrons, 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 patrons because the, it's not a Patreon. It's not Patreon. Right. No. But, People are used to hearing that, but it's not through Patreon. It's through another 
uh, group. So we have different levels of thank yous, and the one level has all these after-party recordings on it. So as we record them, they immediately go up within about 24 hours of recording them, and we record them. Either the idea is that we record them on Sunday or Monday after the weekend. Mm-hmm. What if, if we have fun and exciting stuff going on? So anyway, so that's what the after party stuff is. And so we talk all about that in, in the after right. party. So Because as you all know, in, in our actual main podcast, we're back in 2019. Whereas right. in our after party episodes, we're talking about what we did the night before. Right. Now. Like <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. So, which I, I, we think that people might be interested yeah, in hearing. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's definitely different. And then this stuff will kind of morph into what happens when we catch up with ourselves. Right, but, exactly. But what's super exciting is because of all the super fun stuff that we have coming up this fall. So, I, and also in case you didn't know, if anybody didn't know, how could you not know that we're going to Naughty in New Orleans in two, two weeks, weeks from tomorrow? Two as weeks we record from this. tomorrow as we record this. Yeah, so it, this will be released in a couple of days. So, it'll still be about two weeks out. If you you are going to Nadia in New Orleans and you haven't joined our Discord group, it's free to join. It's just a chat group with other listeners who are also going to Naughty. So uh, hit me up on Marina at Accidental Swingers. Send me an email, M-Y-R-I-N-A at Accidental Swingers, and we will get you into the group. And it's just for people to meet and chat and get to know each other a little bit better before we head out to, mm-hmm. to Naughty. But we will be doing also a, we've been told, we've been offered an actual time and space, we just don't know where it is yet, to actually hold an, a meet and greet mm-hmm. for listeners at one of the Bourbon Street venues. Yeah. And this came about from Bob and Tess. They run the Naughty Events. And we contacted them and told them, you know, what we were doing and what we wanted to do. We're also will be recording at least probably one episode while we're there, an after party episode mm-hmm. while we're there. And, you know, everything's starting to come together because we have like we're two weeks out. And then, of course, you know me, I don't care. It just all happens organically and it'll be fabulous. <laughs> so I don't know who else will show up at our meet and greet, but we're doing a meet and greet. And then if you guys haven't been keeping track of of our Instagram or Twitter accounts, we also have a side project called Swinky Life. Mm-hmm. So if you go swinkylife.com, that is actually Tristan and I plus Phoenix and Crimson Dragonfly. And the four of us created kind of at the same time that we started gearing up for the podcast about going to venues. We wanted to go to places and teach people about different aspects of swinging and maybe some alternative play and things like that. And so we submitted a presentation to Naughty Events and they actually asked us to present three out of the ones we sent them a list and they're like yes we want this one this one and this one so we're going to be teaching some workshops Mm -hmm. at naughty in new orleans yeah and we just found out that that's we've got one like every single day thursday thursday friday and saturday yeah he's two to three yeah and then we asked for the spot that was like kind of the later spot in the afternoon so that the playrooms open up after we're done with our classes Mm -hmm. so that people are that are there that we can have some play time (laughs) extra time and he said sure so we are so excited and wow it's just going to be awesome so this is all about a swinky is is about bringing kind of an introductory place of bringing the corner of swinging and kink is what we talk about the intersection intersection of swinging and kink the intersection of swinging and kink that's kind of our our tagline swinky so it's very much like how do we show people other things that we love and enjoy to do but gosh 
I just I I can't. I'm so excited about it. I can't even like. I don't know what it's going to be like. We don't. Right. We don't we've never, oh, we've done, never done anything like this before. Yeah. But this is exactly what we wanted to do mm-hmm. because we want to share all this information with other folks. So I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. And we just found out like two weeks ago that we were doing this. So we had no idea. And um, so we said, hell yeah. When he said, do you still want to do this? We were like, hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to be there anyway, so why not? So if you are coming to New Orleans, join our Discord group. Make sure you follow us uh, on Instagram and Twitter so that you can make sure to keep track of us while we're there. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you follow us there because that's where we'll talk about where we're doing other things, where the meet and greet is right. going to be. And then make sure you check on your schedules for Swinky Life because that's us. And we'll be there teaching our classes. So mm-hmm. super, super, super fun. We're actually doing, should I tell everybody what we're doing? Sure. Yeah. So we're doing, we're doing a kink 101 class, which is an introduction to kink. Very introductory beginner, like if you're interested at all about spicing up your play a little bit without being overly crazy. That's kind of what Swinky's about. Yeah. Swinging and kink. And then we're also doing, um, so Phoenix and I really enjoy doing shibari rope work together. And we created a couple of, we call them couples ties because you don't, normally when you do rope work, it's one rigger and then the rope bunny or the top and the bottom, however you want to call it. But Phoenix and I kind of created a couple things where we both wanted to be able to tie together. And so we created these couples workshops and Crimson and Tristan have learned what we've been teaching. And so we're all going to teach that class about how to do some of these couples ties together where it's much more of a sexual sensual thing versus sometimes people see the rope art and they think it's very bondagey, but it's not. It's very artistic, but we wanted to bring a lot of play and a lot of fun into mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to take a lot of that power dynamic out of it. And right. It's a very egalitarian. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a very egalitarian form of this rope art. Right, which is what I love. And we've come up with quite a few different ties and things to do. So, It'll be super, super fun. So, if again, if you're coming, make sure to look us up because we're going to be there. And so that's just the kickoff. Like, I feel like August is the kickoff for fall. Yeah. Even though we're still in summer. Yeah, there's a lot coming down the pike. And so that this is August that we're going to be in Naughty in New Orleans. And then in September, we're going to be at the Splash Takeover in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We're hoping is, to teach some classes there or they or maybe even do a rope demonstration right. there as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, what, the 16th, 17th, and 18th of September? I, Somewhere it's right in the middle of the month, whatever yeah, those dates are. Remember. Yeah, like the second weekend in September. And then in October, again, don't quote me on the dates, I think like the 20th mm-hmm. through the 23rd. So we've been asked to join the Front Porch Swingers at their event that they're scheduling and that they're organizing at Secrets, and there'll be multiple podcasters there. Right. And so it's Front Porch Swingers, it's us, it's uh, The Crazy Truth, it's Kinky Frame of Mind, The Naked Relationship, Swinging Flamingos, Friends with a Twist. Mm -hmm. So yeah, lots of super cool podcasters. I know. And we've got some great things planned, Brenna, with Front Porch Swingers because they're hosting the event has a lot of really fun things that she's hoping that we can accomplish while everybody's there. And But the bottom line is, it's really just a party. Right. If, you, if you go, you can look at the pod, I think it's podbashevent.com. Yeah. Podbashevent.com. Right. And so go there on the website and you can look it up and see what we're all going to be doing. I think I said in one episode, like two episodes ago, that you may have to stay there, but you don't have to stay on property to come. I'm, I'm almost, you don't, because you can go any night to go to the nightclub. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but I mean, you want to stay on property. We're staying there. Right. 
we're all going to be there. And um, we already have our hotel room and everything. Mm -hmm. So we'll be there the entire weekend. But there's a lot of great fun events that are going to be happening for that too. So keep your eyes open. As we learn a little bit more, we'll actually start to post that on our website, update our travel information. We haven't had a chance to do that yet. But that's coming up, yes, in October. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have a tentatively planned event for November, but we don't know yet. So we can't really talk about it. (laughs) May or may not happen. And a lot of this is not because of us. It's a lot of this is because people don't know if they can pull their act, you know, get their stuff together to be able to hold events. Because right. in case you all hadn't noticed, it's crazy out there trying to get events and things planned because the whole world woke up from COVID and said, oh, hell yeah, I need to travel and get out there and do stuff. And so now events are like, what? <laughs> so anyways, it'll be super fun. So we've got something planned at least once a month for the next three, four months for sure. Right. So super, super fun. Super fun. Is that it that we want to talk about so. beforehand? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think make that's sure our update. You, you just got it. I know, right? Yeah. And so make sure you follow us on our socials so that you can keep track of us with what we're doing and what's going on. And when we're doing our other podcasts from Naughty New Orleans, we're super excited about that. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on there. Yay. Awesome. All well, right, let's well, dive in. Uh, let's dive in. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So episode 18, which is our last story episode, was the what, making of a hot wife part one. Mm-hmm. So this is the making of a hot wife part two. Yeah. Or the evolution of a hot wife. Oh, even I'm better. not so certain. Yeah. We haven't really settled on a title yet. True. Yeah. So either way, if you haven't listened to the previous In episode. In any case, there's a, there's a hot wife emerging out of this one way or the other, regardless <laughs> of what we call it. Yeah. And I'm looking at her right now. Damn right you are. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't gone back and listened to episode 18, you want to make sure that you do that because this is kind of wrapping all of that up. So it was too long to talk about and play all the audio. We had so much great audio and, and it was such a great story to tell that we really wanted to share all of that information. So what we left off with was how the trip went. And how I started to kind of take control and meet all these men because I was by myself and and how all that went. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that one for sure. Absolutely. So then what we did was I asked Tristan, I said, what I really want to do is before I get home, I would like to record my feelings about how I felt that trip went. It ended up being three weeks. Again, originally it was supposed to be 10 days. It was (laughs) over three weeks. So I wanted to record how that went for me. And I said to Tristan, you record how it went for you and your experiences during that time as well. And then we'll get together. So do that before I get home. Although I think you did yours the day after I got home or I was on my way home. Yeah, it was the day after you got home. Yeah, yeah. And then we took turns and listened to each other's recording separately. And then we came together and recorded together about how we felt about each other's recording. So, um, it's kind of cool. It's a brilliant idea. It was great. Yeah. It was really, really great because it was, I wasn't sure how all this was going to work out. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, the first thing that we're going to play is me, my recording, as I'm driving back from Virginia to Florida. And this was, if you listen to the episode 18, you know about my, my last rendezvous hurrah (laughs) the last hurrah in savannah where i met a guy at a bar and then asked him back to my hotel room so this is the next day as i'm driving home 
from that. So I actually even waited to record this piece until after that. It was a fluke because I didn't plan on picking up anybody at a bar, but I did. But this is recorded after that. So let's listen to my recording first mm-hmm. about how things went for me and what I felt about how things were changing for us. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So now I am going to talk about my thoughts about this whole process. And, you know, thoughts change and flow and um, so kind of running through the gamut of how everything was and how everything has been. I have to start out by saying that the end result has been amazing and an incredible time of growth for me. Amazing experiences, amazing people. There's nothing negative that outweighs how positive the entire experience was. So it was really, really, really fantastic. The interesting piece for me, because of the way I connect with people, was that it was a lot of work to still try and meet everybody for coffee or something before agreeing to play, which I don't think is out of the realm of um, normalcy for me. It was more challenging and scary, but I guess the the end result was the same, but it was more challenging and scary to meet who I had had little contact with, really knew that that was, you know, he was working hard so that he could get laid and was worried that I was going to feel pressure to have to fuck him because of all the hoops he had jumped through and not pressure like unsafe pressure but pressure because I just would have felt bad and I would have felt bad if there had been no connection and I even tried to figure out what the scenario would be like how would I say to him this has been fun but I'm not going to invite you back to my room and I guess I could have just said that but I would have felt terrible so I don't know what that looks like. And honestly, like I said, the longer it took him to get there, the more drinks I had, the less likely something like that was going to happen. Cause I'd have just sucked it up buttercup and probably just fucked him anyways, but I didn't have to worry about it because he was charming and nice and funny and smart and all that kind of good stuff. So I, again, so the, the piece of the puzzle for me that has been more challenging than anything is the fact of creating relationships with people because that's what I do. And that's what I prefer But so you go to this work, you create this relationship, and then I'm never going to see them again. So totally dropped off the radar after he, you know, we slept together twice. And then he reached out and said, you know, when do you leave? And I would have totally seen him again. But I told him, you know, I leave on Thursday. And then I never heard back from him again at all. And so, which is fine because I'm not there. I'm not, we're not dating but I would have liked to have said goodbye, but that's not what it was about. It was about getting together to fuck. And so that is, like I said, that's the piece that's a little bit more challenging for me. So the same thing. So, you know, with, with, even with, um, who else did I meet besides are in different categories, but even with who I can't really imagine seeing again unless he decides to come to Florida for something. I don't know that I'll ever be back in Virginia. And that was a hard piece of the puzzle. So then I had this new, I have this new friend that I've met 
And, you know, if I lived there, shit, he would be a regular part of our lives. Like, he would be, like, he's an but even at a higher level than not only because of his sexual capacity, so to speak, like his, you know, experience and things like that. He's 20 years older than so he's much more experienced, but he's a much better friend because we're closer in age and we have a lot in common. So that was really hard. And, and again, I didn't, so I texted him on Thursday night because we text. He texted me today, as a matter of fact, you know, drive safely. He texted me last night, today morning. Make sure you tell me when you get where you're going. And so I did. And then he texted me good night. And then he texted me good morning, drive safely. And that's very sweet and thoughtful. And I think he feels the same way because you don't do that for people that you don't care about, that you aren't interested in making sure that they're okay. And I'll check up with him. I've made a friend, but it was really hard on Thursday night when we were texting because I realized that I wasn't going to see him and I hadn't thought about it. Like I said, when I left him on that Monday night, I, I just didn't think about the fact that that would be the last time that I saw him. So that to me is the hard part of this whole hall pass piece of the puzzle. Now I loved it and I loved the way that it worked out. And I'm so glad that I was able to make it happen the way that it did once it became clear that I was going to be staying. And that was just an amazing gift to be able to then meet with these gentlemen, all of them and and have these amazing experiences. But that, that is the piece that I struggle with a little bit. So then fast forward to basically last night where there's nothing. The guy doesn't even know my name because he forgot it, which I think is hysterical. So totally different feeling though. Like there was, I mean, he's a nice guy. We chatted. There was enough of a connection that I invited him back to my room, would have happily had sex with him and did have sex with him. But I didn't have to have that like super intimate connection. And it was truly a, I'm just going to fuck this dude. And it was fine. So I, that was the part that I questioned myself. Can I do that? And will it feel, will I feel negative about it after it happens? And the answer last night was emphatically, no, I mean, I felt awesome. It was great. It was even better that he didn't remember my name because then it turned it into what, like I said, what I hoped for him was this awesome, like, holy shit, I got picked up in a bar. This woman bought me a drink and then took me back to her hotel and let me eat out her pussy and then sucked my cock. So, I mean, I think that that it was hot. And I, I worried about that and was feeling conflicted about that and was feeling like that was definitely something that I was not going to be interested in really doing. So now that I've actually had that experience where it was, it was fine. I don't know what I will, how I will act or react again for the next time, if there is a next time. So what I loved about it was having that freedom, having that chance to be with people individually. What I didn't like about it was even though I was able to tell about all of it and kind of describe it, it's definitely not the same as being there and sharing it with him. And especially because except for and who were great at the videos and pictures and things like that, that I'm not good at remembering to do that. So that's a little separating. 
torn a little bit because I did enjoy it so much. And then, you know, I don't know. I, you know, so that, and, and I thought maybe as I started talking, I'd be able to verbalize it better. What I, what I want from that. So I don't know. I don't know where, and you know, we're both listening to the ethical slut book. Already finished it. I'm almost, well, I'm closer. I'm going to listen to a couple more hours of it, hopefully, and be almost done. And I will talk about what that means. So this kind of happened at an interesting time where um, we're both exploring some individuality within the lifestyle, some individual experiences within the lifestyle. So uh, yeah, so it was kind of a good, a good timing kind of a thing. And I really liked it. And I'm so glad because we, we talked about it obviously was kind of the one that actually said you should do this while you're gone. And I was like, yeah, that's not a bad idea, but it turned out to be an amazing idea and amazing fun. And I met just amazing men and made a couple of friends and fucked some really nice guys and everybody got satisfied and we're all consenting adults and it's a beautiful, awesome thing. So, um, Yeah. So those are my emotions about it. Like I said, I I really thought, as I said, that we would talk about our emotions and talk about what the weeks meant for us. I really thought I was, my talk was going to be about how conflicted I am about meeting someone and not seeing them again, not being okay with it, feeling, you know, hurt, sad, not rejected, but a little bit because you don't ever, you know, talk to these people again. But I don't feel that way at all. I don't feel, you know, am I disappointed that didn't text me back and say, Hey, let's get together one more time. Sure. Am I rejected? No. Am I sad? No. It's just disappointed. I would have liked to have seen him again. But now am I sad about Yes. I'm very sad about leaving him and about not having been able to say goodbye and not sure if I will see him again. Am I sad about Not at all. Same thing. Never hear from him again. And that's, if I don't, that's totally fine. I don't, I can't imagine that I would hear from him again. So, you know, it's just a balance of the connection The obviously the, the two men that I really connected with the most and connected with him so much, even more intimately, even with them with that, that was an amazing gift to be able to meet these, these two men and have their, the experiences that I had with them, obviously sexually experience I will never ever ever forget and will you know he he will be hard to beat as the man the man um man I'm a lucky girl so that's where I am so that's my feelings about how things were for me on my side now um talking really fast about how things were for me while was playing. Um, I wanted obviously to have those experiences. I encouraged him also. So to play with and, um, and they were able to play twice and that is awesome. I wanted him to have that experience. And again, don't need to know details, didn't need to ask details, but was very happy that he got to spend time with her. And then he also connected with And so I hope that for him, I hope that he gets to have a relationship with her that helps him grow as a person, whatever 
need she can fill for him that way, I think is great. And she is nice and she is funny. And I have enjoyed being out with her when we're out. I'm not interested in her sexually at all. And just, so that's just a piece of the puzzle. But again, I don't know. I think that for me, so if you to say, what are my emotions about play dates or his experiences while I was gone? I think that they, I'm super excited that he had them and I am supportive of him having other interactions, obviously. And part of that is also, you know, reading or listening to the ethical slut book and talking and and knowing that our journey is now going in yet another direction that we may or may not have thought about. I don't know. So that's just kind of my initial reaction and emotions to all of these things. So I can't, again, I can't even begin to explain that a month ago that I would have thought that any of this would have happened in the way that it did, that I would have met the people that I met, that I would have had the experiences that I had in the three weeks that I was there at an incredibly emotional time anyways. So it was such a blessing to have this as a total distraction. It was amazing. And then also for to be gone at a time where I'm hoping hoping that for it also was able to lead to some self-discovery and it sounds like it has but we haven't talked about it because we haven't been back together so that's where I am on that and I can't think of anything else and I'm probably just beating a dead horse so it was amazing and I loved basically every minute of it (laughs) so there you go that's this ethical sluts story an emotional wrap-up to my three weeks of hall pass. So there's so many things that I love about that recording. I know, right? Yeah. To me, my favorite thing is just how evident the many facets of Marina (laughs) that come forth in that recording. Yeah. Because on the one hand, you have the, yes, I need and want and crave the relationship and the connection and the sex is so much better with the relationships and the connection. But then there's also the, yeah, but then this is really fun to find a guy at the embassy suite and take him to my embassy suites in Savannah and fuck him or try to fuck him. <laughs> and, yeah. and I love that because it really, you are a full spectrum, my dear. And it's what I've always loved about you oh, thanks, among honey. many, many, many things. But <laughs> that's one of the things that you're very complex. And so just listening to that recording really highlights your complexity. Hmm. Yeah. You're an onion and a difficult one to peel sometimes. I am. And I, yeah. Yeah. Just when you think you're at the center of the onion, which may have a negative connotation. Is there like, maybe it could be a rose and you peel the, you peel the petals off one I I was curious where you were going. Then you turn into a shallot, but I think a rose is a much better. Let's, yeah. let's do the rose oh, let's metaphor. Let's do the rose metaphor. Or anything else with <laughs> other layers, like phyllo dough or whatever, phyllo dough or whatever. Mm. But anyways, no, <laughs> thank you. And and I appreciate that. And I, um, I am so happy that we have these recordings to go back. You, you can't. I forgot all of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's so raw. And it was, I mean, I'm driving home from savannah to tampa and this is what i'm talking and it was you know it was i'm just so glad that we decided to capture all this stuff and who knew but i think the thing that i didn't say in the recording as i'm listening to it 
is that one of the things I was really, really, really worried about for myself was that I would feel like a whore. And that's what I think the bottom line was. Mm-hmm. Is And I never said it that way. But as I'm listening to myself, what am I, where were we, three years later? Two, 20, two years later. Yeah, two and a half years two later. Two and a half years later. Yeah. And I'm listening to that. And, and that's really what I think I was worried about, is that I would be a whore, but I'm not. I'm a slut. Mm-hmm. And a slut, an ethical slut, makes her own choices, makes her decisions, does what she wants in the sense of being ethical about it, not hurtful, mm-hmm. not harmful. It's all consensual. And so that was the thing that I think that, and I've talked about that before, that I think in the previous episode, I actually even talked, I did talk a little bit about the fact that it's not the same as going to a bar and picking up somebody to fill a need to make myself feel better. It's not that anymore. It's this total, oh no, I'm in, I'm in charge of my sexuality and I, you know, want to have these amazing experiences sexually because it enhances myself. Mm. And so, as you hear me talking in that clip, I wanted you to have those same experiences um, in your own way. And it's, it, was, it was just really, really, really interesting right. to hear that piece well, the, of it. The distinction is that it's on your terms yeah. and you're in control. Well, I mean, I was when I was in college, too, but it's, it definitely is not. I mean, when you're 21. But it's informed by different motivations, clearly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And your motivations now, as opposed to your motivations then, are clearly very different. Right. And your motivations now come from this, the place of a very empowered woman in right. control of her life. Whereas right. that wasn't the case and when in, you were 22. Right. In control of my sexuality, my sensuality, and embodying and pulling all that embodiment, you know, embodying all of that together. Right. And so I don't think that came across. That's what I hear when I hear myself. I know that's what I was trying to say was that even according to the recording, you know, we, well, I said, who would have thought a month ago that this is what have been so let's say before we enter the lifestyle that would have been to me very whorish which is such a i don't want to say it like it's a negative connotation but it, it does because that's just like you're just trying to get laid to for myself this is the definition is that you're trying to get laid to fill a hole in your own self the difference is about being a slut is that there's no hole you're doing it because you're enhancing right. what you already have. You want to add extra experiences. You want to take control and have that power to say, no, this is what I want to do. And the shift is tiny. And I think the female listeners will totally understand how that difference is. Mm-hmm. Because I, as women, we have a lot of image. We have a lot of body image. We have a lot of sexuality image. We have... You know, are we allowed to be who we want to be and things like that? And so that was really such a liberating, totally unexpected, totally organic thing that happened. And I, we could not have scripted it right. any better in that sense. That I mean, it was so off the charts about that that would even happen, considering I was only supposed to be gone for 10 days and it turned into over three weeks. So it was just amazing. The whole thing was just off the charts and it totally turned me around in the sense of owning my own shit Mm -hmm. for the rest, you know, as we move forward, because I've embraced that. And as... I don't know. We're going to listen to your audio next. Well, and I was going to—I was going to say, and as I think I said in the last episode, it was very evident when you came home that you were different. You walked differently. You carried yourself differently. Do I it, still? Oh yeah. Do oh, yeah. I more? 
Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We're both very different now than yeah. we, you know, this was January, 2019. We're <laughs> both very different now. We both carry ourselves differently now. Oh, and we true. both are more confident now and we've both improved and we're both much more empowered now. But it was really, but that that leap, it's been incremental, I think, since then. But mm-hmm. that was a, you know, like a geometric leap. Right. Yeah. It really was. It really was, totally. And, yeah. And and again, you can't plan that shit. I mean, we could have we could have scripted it and it would have been horrible. But the fact that it just happened the way right. that it happened and we were both open and allowed it to happen was just, I mean, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was perfect the way that it went. So yeah, that's not reproducible. No, it's really not. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I listen to this. As you listeners don't even understand, we listen to our recordings and we're like, wow, I totally forgot all about that and what a shift that was for us from where we were. And still jokingly called myself a very prudish swinger, <laughs> but and and I still think that I am. You are. Yeah, but I'm okay with that because that's who I am. I don't give a shit. You know, like I. I was trying on some outfits for New Orleans today, and I'm like, oh my, are my nipples showing? Which, by the way, is why our recording was delayed by an hour, because the Amazon packages showed up on the front door, and we had to go through them. I decided I should try on all the things that I bought. So, yeah, but I'm like, so I bought this one thing. It's a little strappy and a little bit of um, boobage showing. And I said to Tristan, uh, my nipples poking through here. Right. <laughs> so, yes, they so are. So he said to, we had to talk. We had to laugh about the fact that the very first time I ever went to Caliente without a bra on. <laughs> that was a leap. It was a leap. I was terrified. I was mortified. I walked in with my hands across my chest. And so now I have this strappy little leathery looking thing. And I'm like, oh, no, my my nipple might be showing. And Tristan's like, what the fuck? And the weekend before last, when we were at Caliente for three days and two nights, there was no strappy yeah. top on you. There was no top there on was you. Nothing. And so, yeah. yeah, things have really uh, yeah. evolved. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But it's yeah, so fun. Yeah, we walk fun. around that place and it's completely nude now yeah. and it's totally fine. It's it's so fun to go back and go, oh my God, I can't believe that. But anyway, so this was this was such a huge evolution for us. And this is why you know, the making of a hot wife, the evolution of a hot wife, all of this stuff, because... This was the uh, a turning point for us. This right. was the adventures that come after <laughs> this really kind of lean towards that. Yeah. And so, but now let's listen to your audio. So we're going to listen to Tristan's audio. This was so I recorded mine on the drive back from Tampa. I mean, from um, Savannah to Tampa after my rendezvous with the dude. <laughs> <laughs> who will never know my name which i fucking love i still fucking love that i just think it's the best thing ever i hope he tells everybody he knows when i'll never know so there you go Mm -hmm. but anyway so so now we're going to listen to your portion of it yeah and my portion unfortunately so i i recorded mine the day after you got back right and unfortunately the way that i recorded i just had my iphone in I had one of those at the time, one of those magnetic things that you stick into the air vent in (laughs) in the the dash of your car so that you can look at your phone and and so forth while you're driving. Well, what I didn't realize is that that means that there's air. (laughs) And this was... Even though it was January of 2019, it was still fucking hot and I had my air conditioner on. And so 
Yeah. So when you listen to the recording, it's just nothing but air and I can't hear me. And so Marina went back and tried to clear out everything. Oh, and then it started raining also to, oh, yeah. to make, yeah, to put a cherry on that. And so, uh, so she did the best that she could to <laughs> clean up the audio but I sound bad. It's bad. I mean, the quality is really not good. And so please just stick with it. Listen right. to it. it. There's good substance in there. Right. It, the quality is not good, but the substance is really good. And so I think at the end, so we've decided that you're going to have to turn it up. Yeah. And I'm going to be tinny. I'm going to not sound great. But um, and then we're going to leave a gap at the end. So that as a reminder to oh, you turn it back turn down. Your, so your you listeners, your- you dear listeners, as you're listening, you may have to turn it up to hear Tristan. And we're going to leave a We're going to leave a gap so that you can turn your volume back down so that we don't blast you right. when you come when we come back on talking in real time. But yeah, when we first listened to this, Tristan said, my audio sucks, and there's nothing we can use out of this. And I listened to it. And I said, No, it's really important that people hear this. They mm-hmm. need to hear you at that time talking about how you feel, not only how you feel, but how what your experiences were also because you were given a hall pass as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was. So yeah, and so with Amber, which at the time where we were with our relationship with Amber and her husband, I had asked you actually not to play only yeah. because the two of you were moving so much faster right. than he and I were. And you were going to get so far ahead of us. And and we were hoping that it was going to be a nice, a foursome connection. And so at the time, I had said, can you two just kind of calm it down a little bit mm-hmm. so that he and I can kind of catch up to where you are? And so that was what had happened. But then when my trip got extended, I said, go ahead and... You you need to connect. You two need to play. You need to be with each other. And then there was another playmate that you had that we're right. gonna, that you're going to talk about that you um, were able to meet her as well. So you were given a hall pass as well. But it was so important that you listeners hear Tristan's feelings about how that all went, and also in real time. So that's why we felt like even though I struggled to correct the audio. It's very important that you Yeah, there's some good stuff, substance there. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting, as we just talked about coming into this, that you know, we've both grown so much. And then and, and going back and listening to this right before we started recording, mm-hmm. I'm very different. I mean, all of the substance is still the same, but... I can just tell my confidence. I just hear my voice that I don't have the confidence. I don't have the, Mm. it's just, I feel feel like I'm very different now than I was clearly two and a half years ago. Right. And so that's really interesting. And that, that was just something that popped into my brain as I was listening to it right before we started recording this. Like, wow, I, I really sound different now than I was then. Not to say that anything that I said back two and a half years ago isn't still valid. It all is. It's just, I just am, I've come a long way. Right. So that's well, also let, interesting. Well, let's listen to that audio. So be aware, you're going to have to turn it up. It doesn't sound great, but it's important that you hear it. So we're going to leave a gap at the end for you to be able to turn your volume down in case you have to, so that we don't blast you when we come back on real time. Uh, be prepared, but that's what we're going to do next. Okay, it's Sunday the 27th in got back yesterday from Virginia. She was gone for a little over three weeks, and we both had a lot of fun while she was gone. I'm going to talk about my part of it, she's talked about her part of it, and then we're going to listen together, which is an excellent idea, her idea, and then we're going to talk about it together. But anyway, on my end of it, um, so I, I think I want to just talk about three things. One is dates that I had, two is my reactions to the dates that was having and my uh, excitement about that, and then just generally my excitement about where things are going with us, the 
hot wife lifestyle. So I had two dates with was gracious and generous enough to to tell us that we could play together before we, we weren't allowed to anymore. And so that was wonderful and wonderful for me, but then it was really wonderful for She was really effusive in her attitude for to me, and then I'm pretty sure also she's expressed that to So she sent me that text on a Monday, and then I, I think it was the Monday after actually, and um, so I texted things worked out in such a way that we got together later that that afternoon. Her car was in the shop, and so she was just going to hang out somewhere and go home with you and get a ride to work and then go home. Um, so I said, well, I can come pick you up. And so I did, and we just hung out for you know, a couple of hours, and we started out and found a bank parking lot that we could empty that we could sit in, and we just talked for a while and made out for a while, and then we went to Tijuana Flats and ate dinner. We really, honestly, were just going to hang out together. We weren't going to play. We had talked before about whether or not, we, you know, multiple times we talked before about whether we could actually just kind of have a vanilla date and just be with each other and not fuck. And we kind of figured we wouldn't be able to, but, um, you know, we didn't really have any place to go. So we just decided we were going to, you know, just not go to a bar and hang out. So at Tijuana Flats, after we were done eating, she came back from the restroom and we started talking, and I forget exactly how the conversation went, but basically what we decided is that we were going to go find some place to park and fuck in the back of my car, and, which is what we did, and it was awesome. We spent two hours in the back of my car. I had I was not comfortable being in the car and being worried about getting caught and all of these things, and I, so I had erection issues, which I eventually overcame, but it was, it was hard for me, and I think that's a lot of the reason why that being physically uncomfortable um, in the car. Anyway, but we had a, a lot of fun. So then we got done. <clears throat> we still had time to kill before I to take her downtown to meet. So we went to Miller's Ale House and we sat in the parking lot and talked there. And that's when I told her that I had some jealousy issues because she told me a couple days earlier that she had a boyfriend, like a poly type boyfriend. And that made me jealous, and so I talked to her about that. I felt much better, and it helped me to get over my jealousy. And at the same time, time period, I'd been listening to The Ethical Slut, and that part of that book was about jealousy. And so I was able to understand my feelings and explain them to her, and it's all good, we're all good. And um, I talked about this already and explained to her why and how I realized that um, I have no jealousy with going off and playing with anybody and everybody. And incredibly exciting for me, but I had a problem with this particular guy, and the reason is because I think you know that I'm always going to be with it's new, and uh, I don't know that she's always going to be there, so I have a fear of loss for me, so anyway, so we talked that through, and she was very appreciative of me telling her that, and she kind of anticipated it, and so did so they were both concerned about me knowing about the, or how I would learn about this, and that she has been hesitant to tell me and said that when she was talking to about it, she said, well, I haven't talked to about this yet, which is sweet because they're both concerned about me. But anyway, so it's all good and I'm past that. So, you know, we hung out at the bar and um, just continued talking. That was nice. And then I took her downtown and handed her off to So anyway, that was a nice, unexpected Monday evening. And then I saw her again on the following Thursday. I got a hotel room and we met and spent seven hours together. It was wonderful as always. And then it was the next night I went and I took out to dinner 
I had a one hall pass, so that depending on how things went, um, I could hit a firewall, so to speak. So I had told about being with Monday, and so she assumed that, that was my one hall pass. But she asked if I wanted to go you know, out to dinner, just get to know each other better, which I thought was a nice idea. She'd already told me that she would like to try just getting to know me more. Anyway, so I took her out to dinner, and that was nice, and I did enjoy talking to her and getting to know her better. And then on Sunday, I, I picked her up for lunch and took her out to lunch. And then this past Wednesday night, actually, then we did have a play date. And so I went up there and I got a hotel, picked her up, and um, we went to the hotel and we played for a couple of hours. And it was a lot of fun. She's really, really good. Well, pretty much everything sexual. So anyway, that was a nice, fun evening. So that's really all that happened on my side. Um, but she was the one who had all the action, which was hot as shit. And luckily she was able to get a hotel up there and spend the last 10 days or so of her stay in a hotel and line up a lot of dates and, and fuck a lot of men, which is super hot for her and super hot for me because I enjoy so much her pleasure and hearing about her pleasure and seeing and hearing and understanding how much she's growing and becoming more confident and certain. It's just incredibly hot and sexy for me. I, you know, every, every day she would send me her multiple times during the day send me your slut updates and tell me, you know, who she's been talking to and what the plans were and who she had a date with that night. And obviously when she was finished with the date, she would let me know. And some, in a couple of cases, I got pictures and videos of, of sent me pictures and videos and then sent me videos and pictures of which was awesome. Those were the only two that I actually got to see or hear. So yeah, it was just incredibly exciting. Each night when I knew she had a date, I would be excited about it all day for her. And then at night, you know, when I knew that she, she would text me and say that she, you know, she was on the way over to the or that someone's here on her way over to the hotel. So, you know, all these guys showed her a really great time and pleasured her. And she wound up fucking all of them except for last night. So it was super hot to hear about it. And, and I talked to her on the phone after a couple of them and take my alerts off so that in the middle of the night I would know that she had texted so I knew that she was home safely she was safe generally the minute left so yeah um, incredibly exciting especially where I had the videos and I could just, I just watch it over and over and over again <laughs> watching and listening to my wife getting fucked in some things and enjoying herself on the ones where I didn't have video or pictures you know, I could just I could imagine and I would all of them I knew that she was with a man I was imagining what she was doing imagining how she was feeling, how she sounded, and imagine the pleasure in hearing her and all the things that I love about being present and actually watching her get fucked and recreate my mind, not knowing. Yeah, and she sent me pictures of, I think, all of them. And so I knew at least what they looked like so I could visualize, you know, was, try to visualize what was happening. And that was really hot for me. So what I think is really interesting is, you know, for years I've had this fantasy of her being by herself in a hotel and fucking and finding them to fuck. And usually it's you know, hotel bar situation. Um, whereas this, this, this role, she'd been on SLS and set up. And so it wasn't quite that spontaneous as, as my fantasy. But the basic fantasy is her being by herself in a hotel getting fucked. And for years I've had that fantasy. And so when it was actually happening, you know, well, the first, first I, I knew that I was going to love it, but until it actually happened, I wasn't exactly sure, and she's, you know, she's played with men without
here, but the difference is that with also Swiss these are all men that I know that I actually watched Fucker. So these were men that I didn't know, hadn't met, never, probably never will, except with the exception of the So I knew I would join off on it, but until it actually happened, I wasn't sure. And so what's surprising to me is not only you know how that I'm incredibly aroused by it, excited by it, but how much I really, really loved it. And it really super exciting. And I want to do this again. And I already told her I would like for her to go off now and then just go for a just go for a slot retreat and go and, and enjoy herself and be have her time away from me, time away from the boys, time away from responsibilities to just go and enjoy herself. Have sex and experience pleasure and be disconnected from, you know, all of the daily stresses that bother her so that she can really be herself and enjoy herself. You know, and that's from comes from incredibly deep love and adoration for her. And I want her to have that. So with and she had some of that while she was gone this past 10 days, or give her the 10 days of having the hotel and having these nightly adventures. Um, but it was all in the backdrop of all the stress of being there and helping the mood and dealing with all the shit that she was dealing with. So that was a, an excellent retreat for her. But I would like for her to have that without any of the company shit going along with it so that it really is just a pure pleasure retreat for her. So anyway, that's something I really love. So, but it all comes back to just me enjoying our pleasure secondhand. And obviously, I enjoy pleasure firsthand when I'm with her, but I really, really love knowing that she is being pleasured. And I'm surprised at how, you know, I know that I love that present and when I'm part of it. And I love watching her get fucked and I love participating in three ways with, with her and another man. It's, it's back to her pleasure and watching and hearing just knowing how much she's enjoying her body and how much others are enjoying her body. But, you know, it's certainly going to be most of what we do. But her being by herself and playing with these men is really, really arousing for me. And so, we've already talked about she'll be be fucking men in the studio by herself during the day from time to time, or really as much as she wants. If she can find some to fuck her every day, that's fine by me. Um, But I will, uh, I'm becoming... I was never uncomfortable with it, but for the longest time, I was I was hesitant about it because I didn't want to miss out on anything, and I much rather watch her and hear her and experience it with her. But I am now 100% fine with not being there and just hearing about it later, or having people be on me, or having her tell me so and so is coming over the studio to fuck me now, and that would be a really super hot text to get. Um, or so-and-so just fucked me and he's leaving now. So, um, I think that, you know, again, that's always been a fantasy of mine. So I think that that's, you know, where we're heading, which is really exciting for me. Um, you know, that this is going to be, the hot wife thing is going to be, I think, a large component of what we do going forward because we both love it so much. It's certainly not going to, it's not going to replace couples because I definitely want to continue to, to meet couples and new couples, and to, you know, to the extent that I can find single women you know, to, to be play partners, I absolutely want to do that, because I love the variety, and I love fucking other women, but it's also hard, and couples are hard, and single men are pretty easy to come by, quality ones are not, but, you know, it's, we can weed through them, and select the best we can find, and set up as many encounters as we can, and we will really enjoy it, so... 
kind of where I see see us going is more towards the hot wife lifestyle as a probably you know now it's going to be 50-50 but probably more so on the on the hot wife side um, and that really really excites me and really really eager um, to expand explore that more and um, you know she is too I know she's had a wonderful experience and I can see and hear she carries herself and her self-esteem, you know, even just since she's been gone, and partly because of, you know, she, she was lost there, and dealing with everything that she had to deal with with her mother, and, you know, she had to be in charge and in control during the day, and then at night, she was in charge and in control of her pleasure by, you know, by sitting at these dates with these men, meeting them, fucking them, and, and taking the pleasure that she wants and deserves and going and getting it, which is incredibly arousing, but it's, I think it, it's done something for her psyche, which is wonderful, in a wonderful way, in my perception anyway. She told me last night that, uh, you know, I, I said something to her about you know, in the past thinking that it might be fun for her to go off and be with a woman by herself without me around, and I told her I never brought that up to her because... It's not her focus, and she patted me on the chest and said something to the effect of, you know, it's cute that you think of these things for me, but I don't need you to think of these things for me. I, I can come up with my own experiences and direction. I'm going to go get them because you know, that's who she's becoming, is assertive and sexually empowered, wonderful, beautiful slut. And I love it, absolutely love it. But I am so aroused by just the how confident and assertive she was, basically telling me, I'm going to go do what I want. In fact, she did do what I wanted to do, and, um, and go and get what I'm going to get, and I don't ask permission, and I go get it. And so, it's really fucking hot. So, I, I love the direction that we're going that way. She's always been an empowered, sexy, confident woman, but which is why I've always been so easily, you know, feels in love with her, and smitten with her, and her so much, but now seeing how she's developing, it's incredibly, incredibly hot. And my love and adoration and the desire for her is just exponential, exponentially growing. And um, yeah, it's super hot. Yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. I'm eager to hear her perspective. You know, we've been talking about it a lot in text and then yesterday and last night, but I'm anxious to talk more with her about it and kind of respect it experiences and where we are emotionally and as with everything that we've done in the last 10 months we're just our marriage is continually I think getting closer and deeper and my love for her is as I say growing exponentially and I'm incredibly excited by it um you talked yesterday about how I couldn't have foreseen well really a month ago <laughs> what how things went these past couple of days past 10 days, but um, certainly not you know, when we started 10 months ago, that we have grown as much as we have in the lifestyle, and, and it's all due to you know, just being open and being receptive to new things and new ideas and new people, and having an open mind, open heart, and just seeing where things lead, which is really cool. You know, I told her a couple days ago, a couple days ago via text that there, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about the four or five things that I want to do before New Orleans. Um, to help me to you know, 
boost my confidence heading into New Orleans, which is going to be, you know, we had an amazing time last year, but we weren't, we were so new and we were just so overwhelmed, I at least I was. So this year, going in with, you know, over a year under our belts, you're not quite a year and a half, but lifestyle, I anticipate that we're going to have just an astounding time in New Orleans. But I think for me to fully, you know, enjoy and embrace it, I need to boost my confidence some more and get comfortable with some things that I'm not entirely comfortable with yet. I don't think a lot of it has to do with me and performance and and me being able to, I mean, specifically being able to to perform in in group settings, which I want to be able to do as an experience that I want to have. I want for us to play in the group rooms in New Orleans when we're there, not always in the private, semi-private rooms, which is what what I needed last time and probably what I needed to
myself in a place where I'm better prepared to, to enjoy New Orleans and beyond. So they're not goals, but they are scenarios to put myself into and to stretch my comfort zone. So anyway, that's about all I have to say. I'm sure there's more, but we talk together grow in this amazing lifestyle. I love my wife immeasurably, and I'm so excited to be doing this with her. Yeah, can't wait to, to listen to this with her and listen to her recordings, and then you are all recording too. So, signing off. Okay, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. So I totally um, <laughs> forgot to put my earbuds in that I was replacing my earbuds with my battery drain Sony headphones because <laughs> I was completely mesmerized by your boobs. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, and mesmerized is the actual correct word because I was like, what? I hear, I hear words. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh. to fill in our listeners, so. You know, Tristan and I were just talking as we paused. So we listen to the recording at the same time that you guys do. So we, we play it and we listen in real time so that we can come back on live and say, oh, my God, like that and, really yeah, happened. react in real time. Yeah. And, and that's really what happens. And we normally don't talk while we're listening to our own audio so that we can come back and capture mm-hmm. everything in real time. But we are in the midst of preparing for naughty new orleans and in two weeks literally in two weeks so i have a bunch of stuff that i had ordered (laughs) to try Mm -hmm. to see if i would want those things for naughty so some strappy little lacy bralettes and things like that so Mm -hmm. we i was wearing a t-shirt earlier and so as we're talking it i'm like you know i'm gonna ethical slut this shit up because we're talking about this so i tried i decided to put on one of the little bra things that i bought for new orleans because we're talking about all this in these episodes which is just mind-boggling how it's come full circle and so that's that's why Tristan got distracted. Yeah, because he, 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 li- he missed the last four minutes of his own audio. Right. <laughs> a strappy bra. <laughs> I did listen to it earlier, in all fairness. And so I was able to, you know, I figured it wasn't too irresponsible to divert my attention from my two and a half year old recording that was garbled and... and and the rain. And the rain. And oh my God. In lieu of watching you... <laughs> Put on a little strappy bralette thing. Take off my frumpy t-shirt and put on my strappy bra. Yeah. I think I should wear it. Maybe I should wear something sexy every time we record. Uh, You're wearing your frumpy t-shirt and a bathing suit. I'm wearing a bathing suit and my Flagler college t-shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing a strappy bra. And I didn't even go to Flagler. That's I, the thing. Well, I know. I know. That's, it's I went to UF school. and UM. So. I know. There you go. So, that audio is so... Amazing. And this is why Mm -hmm. I said to you, my love, is that, no, everybody needs to hear this. And I know you were so disappointed that it was so terrible. And we never, I mean, I listened to it. We listened to it when it happened. It was like, ah, shit. But it's so important for people to be able to hear your take on it Mm -hmm. and your raw emotion on it as well. And it's so fascinating that here we are, you're talking in this audio about preparing for New Orleans and getting ready. And and that comes up again. 
And here we are two weeks from New Orleans after a year off of swinging. More than a year. A year and a half off from swinging from COVID. And so it's almost like starting over. And so a lot of these issues are also coming up and we're talking about all these things and we're re-experiencing all of this stuff at the same time. Yeah. As we went through it. And I love the fact that we talk about it's so amazing. Again, we were on the accelerated course, but we were 10 months into the lifestyle at this point in time. We had morphed through so much at 10 months in. I mean, you hear us talking about it and we're like, all right, well, you know, at 10 months, we've been doing this and that and whatever. And it's like, it takes people years mm-hmm. to get to where we were, but just because of where we live and we were, you know, able to do it and with kids that were older so we could go out and right. do stuff. And- yeah, we've said that over and over again that we've been on the accelerated course from day one. That was our choice right. to put ourselves on the accelerated track. Well, we had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We if you live Our in, choice and the opportunity. Yeah, if you live in Oklahoma. Yeah, you, you could choose if, it all if, you if want. If anybody lives in Oklahoma, I apologize if you have like the best swinging opportunities ever, but I don't know that you do Nebraska. I don't know. I mean, we live in Florida and there's just a ton of opportunities here. So it was really easy to have a, any experience we wanted mm-hmm. when we were ready yeah, to have when, it. And when we wanted it and right. when we were ready. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So while we were listening to that, I jotted some notes. And <laughs> what? Well, <clears throat> and I even, <laughs> we were talking about it as you were taking your top off and putting on your strappy thing. And, and as I, as my cognition started to drift and, <laughs> but I did say to you that one of my dearest favorite professors at the University of Florida said, don't ever have more than three things in your head at the same time. And those, oh. those three things can have lots of sub things, but just keep three constants ahead of you. And then you can, you know, that way you can stay focused. And so... I wrote down love, adoration, and desire, practice for NOLA, and backseat fucking. <laughs> those are my three things. All right. Well, then clue us in, my love, as yeah. to what those three things so, meant for you. as I was listening to that recording, I heard myself say love and adoration twice. And then the second time, I said love, adoration, and desire. And immediately, and that makes perfect sense to me, but for people listening who aren't in as deep as we were and are into this, they really may not understand the whole love and adoration piece. Mm-hmm. And everything that we've been talking about, well, really in all of our episodes, but particularly in this episode and the episode prior, is all based in love and adoration. My love and adoration for you. And mm-hmm. vice versa, I'm going to point out. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, but I, I'm like, you need to have these experiences too. Yeah. So, and it yeah. was And mutual. even more so, you know, as we move forward, mm-hmm. you know, that you have been very, very much focused on on that for me as well. And so, I just think that struck me immediately as I heard that twice. So much so that I wrote it down as one of my three things mm-hmm. that I can have in my brain simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was important to me to, to point out. And that really is the foundation of everything that we're doing, everything that we've done and everything that we continue to do and everything that we're going to do moving forward. It's love and adoration for each other and respect for our relationship and desire for our relationship to continue to grow Mm -hmm. and to continue to sustain us and be the power in our lives. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, as I heard that, I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. And then what I thought was really interesting that we also talked about while you were, while your tits were free and <laughs> between, <laughs> between clothing options 
is preparation for New Orleans because we talk. And, and so as I talked about two and a half years ago, my five things that I wanted to do for me to become more comfortable after having been at Naughty New Orleans in 2018 and not being totally comfortable, well, not being at all comfortable playing in groups. And we sought out opportunities to play in the semi-private rooms or in our own hotel room. But going into 2019, which is the preparation for that Naughty New Orleans that I'm talking about, I wanted to get some more experience in group settings. And so how ironic and interesting it is that here we are in 2021, two weeks out from Naughty New Orleans, with the year and a half off in COVID, I've had to completely start over again. And we talk about this in our after party episodes that, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had some difficulties at house parties and in group settings since May when we resumed playing. So much so that Crimson Dragonfly and I, over the past weekend, went back to Caliente for the sole purpose of let's just go fuck in the group room because now they have playrooms at Caliente. And so for me to get some more experience and so, yeah, more, more practice. Yeah. Not experience because I've had plenty of experience in those situations, but not since COVID. And so I'm really totally relearning and reteaching my body how to, more so my brain, how to respond in these situations where you're in a loud playroom with lots of people chatting. It's for me, extremely distracting. And so it's so funny hearing that. And we're looking at each other over the microphones like, holy fuck, this is just, this is going on again now. Right. Yeah. It's almost it's like really um, interesting. Groundhog Day. Wow. Right. Anytime you can slip a Bill Murray <laughs> reference, it's almost <laughs> as good as a Will Ferrell <laughs> reference. <laughs> but. <laughs> Second only. Second to only to, to, to Will yeah, yeah. Picasa is Sukasa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I sure do love you, dear. I love you too, babe. I know. But Good this thing is, we're so dorky together because yeah. it no, wouldn't work for people who aren't so dorky. It, it takes a dork. It does. It takes a dork. So, yeah, we're completely reliving this again two and yeah. a half years later. Or at least I am. Yes, in a different way. And actually, we're going to talk about it a little bit more as we came together and had this recording, because then we address those exact issues. So let's, we should probably listen to that too, because that talks about it as well. Mm-hmm. Your five things that you wanted to That's do, right, and, yeah, and then yeah. I address them in, right. in our joint recording. So we can talk about it a little bit too, but it is amazing how serendipitous this is that we're recording this two weeks out from where we were. Mm-hmm. And it and you're right, it's like we're starting over. It's the same thing over right. again. Yeah. So I think the and we'll yeah, talk about which is so interesting. It is the same thing, yet we are so different. Right. Which is you know, we talked on the intro to that piece that we are so completely different than we were two and a half years ago. Right. But some things are the same. Right. Because some parts, at least of parts of me and parts of my personality and psyche are fairly constant. I can improve upon them and I can work around them, but I still have anxiety. Right. Yeah. Period. And so it's still something that to this day I'm working on. And that's important for people to know that it doesn't matter how much experience you have in this. Some things are just your core. Right. Yeah. And you may have to always face that. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So real quickly before we move on, my third thing on my little list was backseat fucking. Because Amber and I did fuck in the backseat of my car. And it did take me a while to get going because I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to get arrested. That's going to be on my professional record. And then when I come up for recertification, that's going to be an issue. And I'm like, these are the things going through my brain. I've got this really hot woman who wants to fuck me in the back of my Acura, which is not real. No. There's not roomy. It's a smaller one. It's not roomy. And and it was January and it had been hot during the day. But then at night, it got actually pretty cold. And so we had to turn the heat on 
and it had heated seats, but not in the back. And oh, so poor it, thing. I know. And yeah. um, in order to keep the heat on, we had to, I couldn't figure out how to turn the headlights off. I, it was, you know, <laughs> I didn't read the manual, whatever. And, <laughs> and I'm also not real mechanically inclined. And I understand that's not mechanical. That's just fucking car operation. Yeah, but like, I don't do that shit. I just, headlights, I said off, on, or on. I push the button and it <laughs> takes, or, and I take it, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm digging myself even further, and I understand yes. this. So, but eventually we got going, and it really was one of the hottest experiences to date. However, I was like maybe a week out of my. I think I had turned fifty maybe a week or two before when right. this happened. It took me that long to fuck somebody in the back of a car. <laughs> That's okay. Because listen, folks, I'm a nerd. I mean, if you haven't figured it out by episode 19, and so, and I was an awkward teenager and awkward in college, and so it took me a while. It took me till I was 50 to be able to fuck somebody in the back of a car. I was like, you didn't hit your stride till you're like 47. Actually, I really did not hit my stride until I was 47. <laughs> That's a good point, babe. Luckily, you married this amazingly sexual dynamo who also didn't know she was hitting mm-hmm. her stride until she was in her 50s mm-hmm. then, yeah oh. who i'm now looking at with a strappy bra on <laughs> and to be clear the strappy bra is on you <laughs> right not on you right. thank you i appreciate that yeah uh, anyway so i thought that was important to note uh, and that was that was a hot night and it totally was completely unplanned and it really was at like 4 30 in the afternoon she texted me and said my car's in the shop and are you around she was in my general area in uh-huh. tampa and and she said when are you leaving your office and i said well now if you want me to right and so, yeah, I went and I picked her up and we had dinner and, well, sat in the right. parking lot. And your quote-unquote vanilla date until yeah, you could uh, yeah, be, exactly. be no vanilla no longer. Right. Yeah. It stayed vanilla for a good few hours. Oh, golly. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Must have been hell for you. It was. I know. Thank you for empathizing. <laughs> You're so welcome. I know. <laughs> That's me. Empathy fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Empathy full fountain. of it. Full of empathy. Yeah. But I think, well, again, that is such an, I wanted people to understand, and this is why I said we really have to hear the audio from you, even though it's very awkward to hear it, but that you had your opportunity for your hall passes and that's what happened. And you had some great experiences and we're going to actually talk about that when we come together for our next recording. So you're ready to move on? Or do no, but as you say that, it spurred something. And it was true then, and it's much less true now. But certainly at that time, my opportunities were really secondary. And I was way more interested in you and what you were doing than in me and my opportunities, which I think is really interesting. And now, and that was two and a half years ago. Today, it's not. that's not necessarily the case. And as you've said in past episodes, I take what I want now. Mm-hmm. But back then, I, I genuinely was not as interested in my own opportunities. I was really more interested in you and what you were doing. So that's a huge shift. And it's something that I don't think we've even ever talked about. Yeah, I don't But know it's something that has been a slow progression. But the experiences that we have now are so vastly different right. than our experiences then because our personalities are so vastly different now. I mean, there's, there's the same core, obviously, as I just discussed. But it's, it's really fascinating how we've both changed and how our dynamic has changed. Right. Certainly since, well, before the lifestyle. But even since that what I call I think of as an inflection point Mm -hmm. in the beginning of 2019 when we really started changing our dynamic right and we're both very different now from where we were then right but I also want to that was a priority for you or that was your focus right 
It was. And I don't want it to get lost because as we move forward, there's a lot of stuff that's coming that is more marina centered because that's... That's where I was. That's where you were. Hmm. But it's so important for me personally, for me to say it in front of our audience and in front of you is that those same things were there for me, for you. Hmm. And they just were different because your opportunities as a male, as a single male, because you're had a hall pass, whatever that is, were a little bit more limited. It's much more difficult for a quote unquote single guy or a married guy who has a hall pass to be able to find people to play with. Yeah, absolutely. So, but the desire was still for me, for you to have those same things. And I don't think I, I mean, I say it a couple of times, but I think it gets washed out a lot because there was so much that was going on for me. And and every other second is a beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because there were that many dudes to be beeped out. It was that, but we weren't thinking ahead. And I mean, we didn't know we were going to ever play this for other people to hear. So we talked openly and honestly and used everybody's names. Mm -hmm. So it was more important for me to be able to beep out people's names than cut out entire chunks of audio. So I apologize for the multiple beeps, but it's important. And it doesn't really matter that you can or cannot track which beep was what particular person. (laughs) The idea is the fact that there was a lot going on and we were both wanting each other to have those experiences and mine were there was a lot more of them it was tenfold but it was still the love for each other of each other wanting us to have those experiences versus you know yes i can go off and play but tristan has to stay home and sit there and watch baseball it was was was, never that it was never that so i think that the love and adoration piece comes differently from me but it's still there i still say i so want him to know what this feels like because it's amazing and it's freeing and it's opening mm. and there's so much to it so that's you know it just comes across a little bit differently but those words are there and the feeling and the emotion and the love behind all of that is still there right absolutely and it's always been there it's just that it took me time to catch up with that permission in the sense that you know I wasn't there from a confidence standpoint and I just wasn't ready and then as I became more confident more ready then I was able to kind of catch up with where what you're giving me permission to do right and now it's like all right game on <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true too. Yeah. But you have to listen to the uh, after that's party. Right. <laughs> that's right. You, <laughs> you have to hear that now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we both evolved. Yeah. So. And we've talked about that from the beginning that we've both been on kind of different levels back and forth varying from the start because that's just because we're people. Right. Yeah. We're not always going to be on the same page. Yeah. We're not always going to be on the same level or in the same place, but we talk about it and we recognize that. And give each other the... The, the grace. Yeah. The, the grace and the permission. Mm-hmm. to be in different places at, at different levels at different times. Yeah, that's just a recognition of yeah. reality. Yeah. Okay. Did you cover your Those are my three, three things. things with yeah. the multiple layers underneath yeah, exactly. them, babe? Okay. Yeah. That's a good way to go. Three things with that, you know, but, with your multiple layers? But yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of like outlining. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's where is. I learned it. I know. That's where it is. Hey, everybody. Marina here. So this is the end of episode 20. When Tristan and I recorded episode 20 and we added in all the audio, we realized this is a really long episode and we knew we were going to have to split it in half. We just didn't know where. So we recorded the whole thing as one big long episode and then decided where we would split them in two. So in the editing process, I found what I felt like was a great place to stop. So we're stopping here and we're going to pick up where we're leaving off in episode 21. So we didn't want to hold this one back, wanted to get it to you as soon as possible. And then episode 21 will be 
out in a few days. In episode 21, we will start off that episode with about the last five minutes of this episode to kind of combine them. In the meantime, if you want to follow us on our socials, you know where to find us. On Instagram, it's at Accidental Swingers. On Twitter, we're at Marina underscore Tristan. And of course, you can always email us, Marina or Tristan at AccidentalSwingers.com. And don't forget to follow our Swinky Life profiles as well. Phoenix Fire maintains the Instagram profile for Swinky Life. So that's at Swinky underscore Life. And you can also find Crimson Dragonfly. She's at Crimson Dragonfly underscore SL. So you can find all of us there, reach out, follow us, make sure you keep track of what we're doing. We have so many fun and exciting things coming up this fall, both for the Accidental Swingers and for Swinky Life. We are so excited. So thanks for listening and we will see you in a few days with episode 21. Love this episode of the Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, AccidentalSwingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.